0: We will take our text from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter seven, reading verses 37 and 38. In that last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. In this chapter we see Jesus going up to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of the Tabernacles. That feast was one that commemorated the wandering of Israel in the wilderness before they entered into the Promised Land. They were reminded as a reminisced on those wilderness experiences of God's protection, of God's uh, provision, of God's care for them, and of the Lord's continuous love for them. And that uh, those attributes continued throughout the history of Israel to this day, despite the fact that many times they had turned away from him. We heard in the scripture reading that his brethren doubted, and challenged Jesus to go up to that feast, but Jesus replied that his time was not yet. But after they uh, departed, he went up secretly and began to minister there in Jerusalem, just as the angel of the Lord tabernacled with Israel in the wilderness, so Jesus tabernacled there amongst this contemporary uh, Jewish nation without them recognizing who he was. As in the wilderness, in this uh, day, the responses to Jesus varied. Uh, some believed, many outright rejected him, and some were just simply uh, confused. But as we came to this last day of that feast of the tabernacles, it was customary for the priest to bring water from the pool of Siloam in a golden pitcher and pour it at the base uh, of the altar for a drink offering. So perhaps Jesus was observing that and he stood forth on that last day and cried the words that I read in the text if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water we have a parallel here, being this is the last day of this great camp meeting. And I have to feel, and you have to feel, like Jesus is standing forth and crying the same words. If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. And as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. God is not a stingy God. Though we are coming to the close of the camp meeting when this day concludes. Do you think God has packed up already and gone home? No. God is here. Yes. You may pack up and leave, and when you do so, God will go with you. Yes. Meantime, we're here in this holy uh, uh, faith city, and uh, we believe that God is not done yet. He issued an invitation when he cried, "If any man thirst, let him come." That invitation is extended today the Lord invites you to come. Uh, The Lord uh, depends upon you to respond to that invitation. You know, it took an invitation, a formal invitation uh, to me from uh, Nigeria in order for me to obtain a visa to come here. That invitation was very uh, personal. It had my name. Uh, The the sender, uh, let it be known, that They were uh, inviting me, but I was the only one that could accept that invitation. I could not give that invitation to someone else, and they would expect to obtain a, a visa to come to Nigeria. But I took advantage of that invitation, submitted it to the authorities, and they granted me a visa so that I might come here. You have a very personal invitation. Your name is on it. It it comes from Jesus. He is inviting you. He says, "If any man thirst, he might put your name there. If if you fill in the blank, if if you thirst, come to Jesus and drink." Uh, That that is the invitation. His cry is the same as ours is today, and that is to come to drink and he said he that believeth on me out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water so come, drink, believe it is not necessary for anyone to leave this campground still thirsty it is not necessary for anyone to leave not at having obtained what they came for you can leave satisfied you can leave knowing that God has filled your soul there's a distinction between a bottle of water and what Jesus is offering here. We know that one satisfies the physical, the other satisfies a longing that exists deep within every living soul. One is born, you were born with an intense desire, a thirst, but you were also born with a longing that you did not recognize early on but finally did of something within that needed to be satisfied with more than a physical water. And that's what we're talking about uh, today. In the the wilderness, I suppose that the children of Israel would have uh, reflected upon God's sustenance Uh, to the children of Israel while they wandered in the wilderness. After they came out of uh, Egypt, uh, we we see that they they came to a place called Elam where were 12 wells of water and 3 score and 10 palm trees. 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees. I think we would call that an oasis. They may have seen it afar off when they were crying and complaining to Moses that they had no water to drink. God brought them here, there to satisfy their thirst, to quench their thirst. And there, indeed, they were satisfied. Uh, another time, they perhaps rehearsed during this the Feast of the Tabernacle of Jesus' Day that uh, they cried for water and Moses smoked the rock and the psalmist said that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. What began as a dry rock suddenly turned into, not a trickle, uh, hardly a stream, uh, but a river that flowed and overflowed. Amen. Their thirst was, th- was quenched. Other times when the children of Israel needed water, uh, the princes would dig, and as they did so, the children of Israel would sing this song, Spring up, O oh well, and the Lord provided them water. Well, God promises also to satisfy uh, a deeper thirst. The prophet Isaiah um, declared, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. God will not only satisfy you, he will satisfy your children. He will satisfy your grandchildren. God is not a stingy God. He declares here, I will pour water upon him who is thirsty. We had a shower from the heavens here a bit ago and the water poured down from heaven. How much more will not God pour out of his blessing upon this congregation? He will do it. The God of yesterday is the God of today. He's the God of tomorrow. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will quench your, your thirst. Amen. God will flood you with living water. I, I grew up on a farm uh, not too far from Portland, Oregon. And uh, that farm was on the banks of a river that flowed year-round. And it flowed with uh, a great volume of water. Well, there were a few times, a few years, where in the wintertime the rains came and the, the floods resulted and those floods uh, washed out uh, bridges, uh, took down trees, and we could see from our home, the debris flowing down that river due to the destructive nature of the flood. Well, this living water is not destructive. No. Living water is productive. Yes. It will flow, uh, cause to flow away doubt, misplaced uh, priorities, uh, fears. It is helpful. Yes. It is healing. Yes. It is living. Yes. We thank God for living water. <clears throat> the woman <clears throat> at the of Samaria discovered the distinction uh, between the, the water in Jacob's well and the living water that Jesus uh, offered. She, uh, Jesus, first said, "Give me to drink," and she replied that she had uh, nothing to. Uh, provide for him inasmuch as she was a Samaritan could tell that he was Jewish and declared that the Jews had no, no dealings with the Samaritans so, uh, but Jesus replied to her, whosoever drinketh of, of this water shall thirst again but the water that I give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him A well of water, springing up into everlasting life. How did the woman reply? The same way I hope you reply today, Sir, give me this water. Let it be a well of water that springs up from within. I see an irony here. And that is, though the water springs up from within you, you are not the source of that water. The source of that water is heaven. Heaven but it springs from within. God wants to do that for you. <laughs> out of out of his belly, Jesus said, that is, from your innermost being shall flow rivers of, of, of water. That is uh, to say uh, abundance, uh, a great supply. And it, it is living in the sense that it is fresh. It is ever flowing. Once in a while you will drive by or walk past a stream that you see is stagnant. Uh, It is almost dead. It's not flowing. Uh, This is a a stream that flows. But it does not just flow from the mountains down to the valley and, and through the byways. This is a stream that flows from heaven and reaches into the souls of men and of women and of boys and girls and it will flow to you today. John 7, 39 expands upon what Jesus was talking about. He had said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So we see from Jesus' words that this last day ceremony of the pouring of the water by the, the priest on, on the altar was symbolic of something greater than the, what they realized that day. It was symbolic of the Holy Ghost outpouring that would shortly come. This is the last day of this feast. But we have to believe that what applied to to. Uh, those then applies to you and me today that God will pour out his holy spirit upon the souls of men. Amen. Jesus promised, I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, do you know him? Do you know him? You do. He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Speaking of the Comforter, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. This living water uh, begins to flow from within when you get saved, continues when you experience sanctification, but reaches its maximum flow with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God has promised he will come to you. He will not leave you comfortless. Again, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come. But if I depart, I will send him to you. On this last day of the feast, if you have not experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you have this promise, uh, I will send him to you. He will do that. And whatsoever you shall ask, Jesus said in my name, that will I do. If you ask according to God's will, he will answer. According to God's will, not for our own gratification, but that God might be glorified. We know uh, what happened on the day of Pentecost, just uh, uh, not too long uh, after this, uh, how that they were all On the day of Pentecost, they were all in one accord in one place. We here on this last day of this great feast are all in one accord and in one one place. And suddenly, we read, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. Well, there's something about it. When uh, the Spirit of God moves through a congregation, it is as a, a rushing mighty wind, that sound. And it filled all the house. He filled all the house where they were sitting. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. God will do that for you and me today. If you're not saved, God will save you today. If you're not sanctified, God will sanctify you today. God will do these things. God will heal today. God has not gone home. God is still here. And he wants to bless your soul. For we have the promise that the promise is not uh, is unto you and to your children, to those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This promise of the Holy Ghost power of descending from the heaven to the human soul. God, uh, God will do it. The, the, the cry today is the same as what Jesus had cried on that day. Come, drink. Believe, It's a last day invitation. Ho, oh, everyone that is thirsty, uh, Isaiah said, Come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye. Buy without money, without price. In order to get, uh, uh, obtain good quality drinking water, you have to pay a, a price. But this is freely provided. God will do it for you. Amen. Therefore, with joy uh, shall ye drink of the wells of salvation. We don't come in a spirit of of mourning. We come in a spirit of joyfulness because we serve a mighty God. The Bible uh, closes the same way I will. And let him that is at thirst come, whosoever will, let him come and drink of the water of life freely. That's the last day invitation. Come, drink, believe. God will fill you. God will satisfy you. You'll go away rejoicing.